Welcome back to the pod. My name's Kenny here with my co-host Matt. What's going on, brother? What's up, guys? I'm dreaming of you tonight for tomorrow. I'll be holding you tight and there's nowhere in the world I'd rather be here in this room podcasting with Kenny. Now, see, I've had this song. (laughs) This is 100% new to me. I did not know this was coming. I've had this song in my head for four weeks. Four weeks ago, I did a meme. Um, Valentine's Day meme. Like, what are you doing on the 14th? No gi. Right. right? And I put the f- damn Selena song on. Right. And it's got so many damn shares that every time it happens, I'm like, what? And then that song, that song. That's, I've been singing that song. And that's one song that if I hear it once, it's just in there. It's in there like AIDS is in the Magic Johnson. You know what I mean? Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, not anymore. But like that song has been stuck in my head. So I figured, hey, Valentine's Day just passed. This would be a great episode to talk some Valentine's Day topics because I got a bone to pick with all the dudes who say, oh, I don't need to do Valentine's Day. That's a Hallmark holiday. All this, that, like, I don't need to celebrate it. I can give my wife flowers anytime I want. Well, breaking news, you probably don't, though. You know what I'm saying? You probably don't give them flowers anytime you want. I, I constantly gift my wife shit. I know, I know you're not you're, directing uh, this at Kenny me. Kenny is Rico Suave over here. He'll be saying, posting some shit, some like haiku poems and shit. I'm like, well, damn, dog. All right. I was like, <laughs> this guy loves his wife and I love mine. <laughs> but I was like, oh, Kenny's next level. Yeah. He may be a blue belt on the map. This guy's a black belt husband. Okay. So I love my wife. That being said, look, if you. Do you eat candy on Halloween? Yeah. Do you eat hot dogs on 4th of July? Yeah. Do you drink beer on St. Patrick's Day? No. Well, maybe you don't, but most America does. (laughs) Hey, buy your wife some fucking $5 flowers or your girlfriend a $5 flowers and some chocolates on Valentine's Day. Because guess what? These birds got jobs too. And it comes that night. And if you're a married man, with kids or in a relationship, a longer one, you know how hard it is to get some action in. Why not guarantee it? Right. It, it's a guarantee. They know what they have a job. It's so easy to make your, your lady feel special on the day that she's supposed to feel special because every other girl that she knows feels special. So you either just toe the line and buy the flowers, and it's going to cost you $15, and you're in, or you don't do it, you break her heart, she's now comparing herself to all her friends who got it. She's going to say, I don't need anything like that, honey. Yeah. I don't need anything like that. I know you love me. I know it's just a dumb holiday. Save your money. Yeah, no, guess what? Loud, not in her head, what though. she's saying is like, oh, that guy comes into the office with flowers? Yeah. She's like, is that one for me? Is it for me? No, it's for fucking Darla in accounting. Not fucking your chick. You know what I mean? You're not purple belts yet. It's just not going <laughs> to, like, get your girl some flowers. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, that always bugs me. Like, it's a hall I don't need to sell. Hallmark is made up holiday. Well, you know, I think green beer is made up, too, for St. Patty's Day. 100%. I don't think leprechauns were just pounding back green brewskis. I don't think, you know, Cinco de Mayo, all this stuff, they all mean something. But, like, we all celebrate it. I don't know. I, there's, it's the same people that say like, oh, I don't, I, you know, I don't, you, 
It's you don't have to. We don't celebrate Christmas. You don't have to buy your boy got sticky on Valentine's Day. I'll tell you that right now. And what did it cost me? Cost me fucking twenty dollars. It cost me twenty dollars. And Mrs. Vega was all on top of me. I couldn't even handle myself. (laughs) One of the best experiences we've ever had for twenty dollars. Oh my god! Blindfolds the whole thing. It was insane. It was absolutely phenomenal. Matt got sticky. <laughs> that better not be the episode. Is that the name of the episode? Be- <laughs> oh, man. I uh, was not at 6 a.m. Thursday class. I'll tell you that. Really? No, I did not make it. I don't teach 6 a.m. Thursday class, but sometimes I like to go. I did not show. It was a late was not night. There. It was a late night in the Vega house. A lot of cleanup. <laughs> I mean, it probably went faster than she wanted, <laughs> but it was so worth it. I was like, hey, you know what? What did it cost me? 20 bucks. $20. Yeah. That was a tough one. So like, it's not, I mean, it's the guys who say, I don't believe in it. You guys are missing out. I'm telling you. I think, I think if you're a single guy or like you're a single guy, but you've got some females that you entertain frequently. They're not your girlfriend, you know, that kind of a thing. I could see a guy saying that and that it's like, okay, yeah, you don't want to waste money on a girl that doesn't mean anything. If you are like in a a heavy relationship or married and you still have that mindset, then like it's time to let those, let that go. You know, it just, it it just commit to your girl at that point. It's a fucking one day, dude. Come on. It's literally you'd like, they told you got to keep dating your wife. You should. Yeah. You should. Yeah. Purple butt energy. We've talked about it. Like, it, there's no purple belt ain't coming up on my chick. No. She's all about it. You know, it's not happening. Yeah. I make sure. I try to be the best husband, father, whatever I can do. I don't, you know, I'm not going to be the guy who's going to be, like, just lackadaisical and not know what I have or what my wife has put into the relationship. Like, there's one way you can do that is Valentine's Day. Just give her some shit. You know what I mean? Like she freaking went through labor twice. Right. She did all this stuff, sacrificed her body and all this crazy stuff. The least you can do is, you know, $20 and some chocolates. Yeah. Like it's not like breaking the bank. If it's breaking the bank, make her a card or something. Yeah. You can be creative with Valentine's Day. It's not hard. I've done that. I've done that. I've done, I've done that with, even in my current relationship with my wife, like where I could not think of like what to get or whatnot. And I'm like, we're going to do a craft with the kid. It was like a mother's day thing or something like that. I like, I could not think of what to get her for mother's day. And like took my kid to the store, bought some stuff, made her a craft, made her. In, it's something that she loved more than anything I could have bought her. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's cheap. Like Plus if you have kids, yeah. if you have kids, if you have daughters, yeah, they are watching everything you do. So my daughter sees me buying my wife flowers. She sees me opening her door. She sees me doing all these stuff. And I'm not, I'm doing it because I want to, but I'm also doing it because I'm showing my child. This is what it is, is what the bar is. Yeah. Yeah. You set the bar low. You're, you know. Yeah. You can't be mad at what they bring home at that point. No. Yeah. That's on you. It's like my dad always opened my mom's door. You better get over here and open this shit. You know what I mean? Like that, that's the kind of, you're, you're. You're leaving impressions on more than just yourself. Yeah. One of the things my wife's super good at is um, the the holidays for the kid. There's from Easter to Valentine's Day to, to this to that. There's 
a basket every you know when that kid wakes up in the morning there's she had a valentine's day basket full of candy and a little stuffy and like little like things you know personalized things that my kid just is obsessed with and my wife is so good at that kind of stuff yeah we got a question Kenny, how many times are you getting it in I'm not going to answer that on air. I'm going to answer it on air. <laughs> look, at, I'm trying. Look, at, look at the question was how many times is your boy getting it in a week? We're getting some wild questions on this podcast. <laughs> and the answer is as many times as I'm allowed. You know, I'm on TRT now. Your boy's ready. Yeah. I, anytime, you know, so I like to say I'm happy with twice a week, but I'll take four. And that happens sometimes. Yeah. But like, I'll, I'll, I'm happy with twice. You know what I mean? Like, hey, man, that's good for me. Like, I get it. Life is crazy. Um, so, yeah, I would say twice a week. And he's not going to answer. That's fine. That's a smart move. <laughs> I'm probably going to. But, yeah, twice a week. <laughs> twice a week for me is a healthy thing. And if we have a rule, I like this rule, which I'm trying to implement. It's like a 48-hour rule. I don't know if you've heard of this. I heard this on another reel. And uh-huh. I was like, I'm stealing that shit. If one person says they're not in the mood, which is usually her, because guys are always in the mood, you, she can reject it. That's fine. But she's got 48 hours to make it up. And she has to make the move. Okay. That's like this 48-hour rule. I just heard this. I don't know where I heard it, but I heard it on the internet. And I was like, that's a great idea. And I'm trying to implement that in my life. That your boy's pretty, you know, I have a good wife. You, you know, we're good over here. So that's the answer to that question. Not all things are sunshine and rainbows in my life, though. Have I ever told you about the time I was unfaithful to my wife for five years? No. <laughs> no, I was. My wife. You were together for five years? or for We've five been together years? for 13 years. For five years of it, I was unfaithful. For what? My wife is a vegan. <laughs> she, is she really still no oh. oh she's all about that meat life now but she, for five years she was a vegan and she was all about it and like for the weight loss and for like the animals and i was going to see these crazy movies and like i was trying to be the best supportive guy if i can and i was like damn she's like i'm making uh veggie this and veggie that and this tastes like chicken i swear i all these meals is that where her ig handle came from that's where the ig handle came from so uh, so she was making all this vegetable stuff and I'm like, and like, yeah, my mom, my wife's like, oh, I'm fantastic cook. Obviously I'm a big guy, <laughs> but she, all her meals would be veggie based quinoa and this and that. And I'm like, I just be cheating on the way home. I'm just crushing burgers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just crushing. Like it's I'm soup just, every night. I'm like, she's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, vegetable soup, all this stuff, you know? I'm like, just hungry. Your boy was just for five years hungry. She's like, oh, my God, you only had one serving. It's like, I'm stuffed, honey. I'm like, I got in and out on the way here. Four days this the, week. F- <laughs> the find my iPhone, like, she could not track me. I turned that off with Carl's busted out of burger. Like, I was eating so bad for five years, unfaithful to our vet, uh, for, to our vegan life. She thought I was just being so good, but really, your boy was just cheating. When my um, when I met my wife, she wasn't vegan, but she was vegetarian for like thirteen years or some shit like that. And uh, she had like fish here and there. That was it. No, no chicken, no beef, nothing. Right. And uh, after we had our kid, um, 
she was also anemic um, and had like super low iron and shit like that. So after we had her kid, um, we had a, like a Christmas party or something like that at the barbershop where she works. And she tried, they had a taco guy and she tried a chicken taco and it was like a, like a thing. Like she, like her boss was like, I got to see this, you know? And she, she ate, fucking loved dude, it. Dude. And yeah. And so then she started eating chicken for like a couple of years. And then she started like a couple of years ago. She, she ate, she tried beef. I think it was tri-tip for the first time. And then like, she's like, I, I you know, I could just never eat a burger. And then like a couple of weeks ago, she had a burger, like a good burger. And she's like, I like hamburgers now. Like not every hamburger, but so like this is a recent transmission recent thing within the last five years she went from eating no meat to like now she pretty much eats everything yeah. and her anemia is gone she doesn't have low iron anymore yeah I'm, i was yeah i've never been off the meat train yeah she may have thought i was but i definitely wasn't yeah. i was killing meat. yeah um and i think she kind of knew you know it's like one of those relationships where back in the day i'd be with a girl and i'm she's my girlfriend but deep down she knows i'm cheating on her you know what I mean? That was me back in my, like, before even before jujitsu. But, like, I was, like, you know, a real dirty fucking piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, you know what I mean? She's like, but, like, I know you're, where are you at right now? Why is your phone always dying on Friday nights? Like, your boy's <laughs> out fucking taxing shit. You know what I mean? Like, I was, <laughs> I was out, you know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. My phone battery just doesn't like Fridays. I have no idea. I lost my phone. I'd be doing some stupid shit. But, like, that was the old school, you know? Like, yeah. Who's David calling you at fucking 2 in the morning? I don't know who that is. This guy from work. Yeah. <laughs> um. Do you, uh, have you ever considered doing carnivore diet? I would like to do that, but I heard the diarrhea is explosive. Really? I want to. I, w- I, I want to change it up. I need to do something to like really shock the system and I'm not taking a Zempic. Do you, do you, um, <laughs> th- this is, I will we'll say this is jujitsu related cause we're talking nutrition. This is balance, baby. Right. Do we're you, dads and husbands and fucking we eat food too. So do you, um, you take any sort of like a prebiotic probiotic? The, I, old, the older I get, the more like the weaker my stomach is. Bro, I take a dim detox uh-huh. for the estrogen blocker. I take my TRT 200 milligrams a week. Um, and that's about it. So I, um, I love hot sauce. I love Mex. I love spicy food in general. And the older I get, like the, the less it agrees with my stomach. That does not agree with my anus. And so I started taking, um, the Derek more plates, more dates guy on YouTube. Mm. He had a, um, a, an episode talking about prebiotic probiotic. And he had this company advertising called seed. And it's like a take two pills a day in the morning before you, like when you start your day. And it's a prebiotic probiotic pill. And it within like three days completely changed my stomach. Like to where like everything is solid. I don't have like I this the stomach issues that I had when I eat hot foods or anything like that. Like all of it gone. Damn. In like three days. Like changed my everything. Damn. Yeah, I swear by this shit. Damn, I, I wanna change it up. I the, you know. My weight is been pretty stagnant around. 250 to 260 for like four years. Mm-hmm. I've been pretty much stuck here and I need to like do something because you just don't see guys over 250 living into their eighties or nineties. Right. This is not something that happens and I want to be better and I want to be around for my children. I want to be around for my kids. So I'd like to get around 220, but you know, your boys, I don't know if it's willpower or weakness or like, I just got bad eating habits and I have like, you know, it's just 
you know, you have to admit fault yeah. in what you have. And the eating has always been an issue with me. I am. Um, I'll leave jujitsu and go get a soda. <laughs> what a fucking goon. I think that the fuck thing is that like, I don't, I don't feel like I eat any different now than I did like in my like early twenties. It's just, I don't have the metabolism that I had in my early twenties. No. So like it, I'm not eating any different. It just now it, it does different shit to my body. I think my, my, my metabolism is worse than my knees. <laughs> and that's pretty fucking bad because I can't walk. <laughs> I'm fat because of my metabolism. <laughs> my knees is because I'm fat. Like I need my knees. Like it's like the whole freaking Austin Powers shit. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> But I'm fucking day. I'm pretty fucking mean inside control, guys. Don't let me get the side control. You're going to be grunting. You will. I can confirm this. And I can invert and I can get upside down and I can do all the funny stuff. So don't let these fucking titties fool you. See, they, they do. They do. No, Matt does not move how you would think Matt would move by looking at Matt. It's, I've seen with my own two eyes, it's pretty impressive. It's. <laughs> hashtag burrito big. yeah yeah under under that burrito big exterior I, there's an athlete and then in part of me i'm like man i'm not living up to my full potential and hopefully maybe i can use this as an accountability episode for me like hey man you put it out there i want motherfuckers in my dms like stick to your shit don't do it you know what i mean like maybe i can get there and become yeah. the best person i can be as a martial artist because right now you know, and it was easy for me. It was easy for me earlier in my training when I was a white belt, a blue belt, purple belt. Mm -hmm. uh, purple belt, I started getting pretty like good at my game. I mean, white belt and blue belt, every class I would show up was smoke because I sucked. So every class, I'm fucking dead. Right. I'm fucking gas. I'm sweat angels on the floor. You know what I mean? And I'm getting great workouts. The better you get at jujitsu, that's why you'll see some bigger brown belts because the better you get at jujitsu, the easier jujitsu gets, obviously. Right. And you're now you're rolling with guys. And as a bigger guy in general, I'm not getting the workout I used to get because I can dictate the spots that the game, the rounds go, especially as a bigger guy. Right. So I'm not getting as gassed and you know, when to be explosive. It all when depends not to be on explosive. who shows up. Yeah. If I'm rolling all of a sudden I see, this guy, or I'm like, oh, fuck. Right. Boy's getting tired today. You know what right, I mean? Right. Like, uh, there's some smoke here. Well, and then being a six aim guy, too, it's like you, you've, your options are less because you go to the 6 p.m. class and that's where all the smoke's at. You know? Right. And so, like, I don't, you know, it all depends on who you get to roll with. And sometimes, you know, you put yourself, catch yourself being lazy or something. But I'll say this, man. The 6 a.m. class has got a lot of smoke now. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of brown belts, a lot of purple belts. You get your work on in 6 a.m. Those grown. guys don't play. They're consistent. They're every day. They roll hard. They all got great cardio. They, there's, you know, it's a tight unit. Like, they really get after it. So if you ever want to train, come to 6 a.m., uh, check my Marietta. Everybody gets after it pretty good at 6 a.m. The whole school, everybody gets it pretty good. But, like, there's definitely times where you can catch yourself as an upper belt being lazy and being like, you know, I'm – not going to get no working today. Right. And I could make myself have work by putting myself in bad spots, which I try to do. But sometimes you're just lazy and you're not, you're just being heavy and you're just being, you know? Yeah. 
I've had those days too, just even as a as a blue. We're but just those like, days are still better than days not training. Right, right. I, that, I, that's how I feel in general about it. like there's there's times where I'll be driving from work. It's the end of the day, and I'm my my plan was to go to class, and I don't want to go, and I'll drive by the gym and think like I could I should just keep going home. I should just keep, drive past, keep going home. And that's when I tell myself, like, I have to go. Like, I need to go to class right now because, because I don't want to. Like, it's, that's my body telling me more than anything I have to go. I think Jocko said something like that. He's yeah. like, if you want, if you're tired and you want a day off, do it tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Not today. Right. Yeah. And then if you feel like, then, then you reward yourself the next day. But don't just in the moment say no. The days that you have to, you need to do it that day and then do it tomorrow. And if you come to tomorrow again, then you'd be like, okay, yeah, I need, my body needs right. to rest. And it's not, and that's the thing is that I'll be driving my, and it's not like a, it's not like a, I train three days in a row. My body's just beat and I need a day off kind of a thing to recover. It's like mentally, I'm just not there. And it's like, I'll go, I'll force myself to go and I'll leave class feeling so much better and like happy that I went. You know, As just, soon as you get on the mat, yeah. you're like, why was I even a thought of not wanting to come to do this? This is fun. We're all doing it because we love it. Right. Why, why am I not wanting to walk through the door when I know that like, well, as soon as I grab lapels or I lock heads with somebody or, you know, cross face somebody or spike right. somebody, <laughs> that's like, I'm like, oh yeah, this is why I'm here. This is my release. This is what... So it's like, it's kind of like when you play basketball, no one's tired when they have the ball in their hands. Right. If you ever have the ball in your hands in the game, right. you're never tired. You're always trying to score. You're not even thinking about how tired right. you are. As soon as you pass the ball or you're on defense and you're sucking wind, like, oh, oh my oh, God. Yeah. If the ball's in my hands, I'm good. Yeah. So it, it, one of the things I do too is like um, if I'm sitting there, if we're doing rounds and I, let's say I have a hard round and I sit on the wall and somebody calls me out. Very rarely will I say no. You know what I mean? Like, even if I'm exhausted and I'm just like, fuck, I don't have any energy. It's like, no, go. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I, I need to do it. You know what I mean? Just the, the and then as soon as we like, again, lock heads or, you know, if I happen to get the takedown and I end up on top, I'm not tired anymore. I have the advantage position. I, I'm in the attack at this point. You know what I mean? Like, all of a sudden my energy's back. You yeah, know? you're never untired when you're on top. Yeah. Top half, are you tired? No. 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 No, side no. control. Are you tired? No. Mount, are you tired? No. no. Close yeah. guard, kind of. Half yeah. guard, a little more. Yeah. When you're in side control, gassed. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like it's like, but those are the positions that you should really, that's when you should use your energy. You should not rest when you're in side control, when they're in side control on you. You right. should rest when you're in side control. Right. That's where you get your blows. But like when you're, sometimes I'll catch guys just gassed and just, they got nothing left because they exerted so much energy, maybe not to get past or maybe not to get in trouble, but that you got to try to trick yourself. Like, this is where we can't rest. I'm mounted. Right. I've got the fucking, I got to be squirming like a girl on prom night and get the fucking guy off me. You know what I mean? Like, because right. I did not sign up for this. I just wanted to dance the fucking usher. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you got to move, my man. You can't just be sitting there like, I'm tired. You have your way with me. You need to say, like, know when you're going to get your shit passed. Yeah. Like, oh, he's about to pass. What am I doing next? Don't wait till he gets there to think like, oh, now he's in. What am I doing next? I'm like, he's about to pass. Okay. As soon as he passes, I'm rolling. I'm just getting to the point where I'm, I'm able to think like a step ahead. You know what I mean? Like, as a white belt, that... 
doesn't exist. You no, know? yeah, you're right. It and doesn't. It's so it, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, if I feel like, let's say they're, I don't know, I've got to, they're going to try to pass my half guard or something like that. It's like, where where are they going? What can I set up from here now? And uh, yeah, that's I'm just now like starting to come into that knowledge of yeah i can yeah it, it takes time it does um let's get into some topics here <laughs> that was a crazy intro right there a little valentine's day for <laughs> you guys um let's see what do we got leg attacks are leg attacks overrated i don't think overrated i think um I think it's starting to change. I think that the tide's shifting, but there was a, a span from, I'd say 2017 to maybe like 2020, 2021, where like that was the it focus. It was the new hotness. Yeah. Yeah. You know, now everybody's kind of learning the defense, learning the attack. Yeah. And I, I said that previous episode that that's why I feel like double leg pulls attacks are like, it's kind of boring because right. people can defend them so good, you know? Well, that when you look at like uh like clips that went viral for jujitsu just a couple of years ago, you know what I mean like the the that Marvin Castile Imanari to outside heel hook, you know that he did in one of like the fight to win or something like that, like or like th- because shit like that didn't happen a lot then. You mean that was like a oh my god, you know what I mean? And it was so fast. But now, or like when I I, I mentioned in another pod that we just recorded, I I went to an EBI and. I would say 70% of the matches, and this is an EBI in 2017, 70% of the matches probably ended in leg locks. This is when Danaher Death Squad was like, yeah. it, it was Eddie Cummings, uh, Gordon Ryan, um, uh, what's the other one? Uh, anyway, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There was a lot of finishes in the, in, in the leg locks. Um, Legend Giles, all these guys were just yeah. like, you know, Everybody's just tapping everybody heel hooks. Right. And which I, it's a very effective move because a people didn't know that game. It's crazy that that game was when Donner said like, why would I ignore half the body or whatever? Right. I think that was. Donner. Yeah, it was like, that was crazy to think of like, yeah, what the fuck were we thinking? Right. <laughs> but also it's like now people aren't. Well, I think, I think it changed the jujitsu landscape as a whole where now, because at that time, the only people doing it were, it was Dan and her death squad. And then Eddie Bravo saw what they were doing and was like, I have to be able to answer this. So he started teaching all the 10 planet guys, leg locks. And so like those two camps really kind of pushed it. And then I think that forced everybody else, like in a high level competitive realm to like, we need to learn these and the defenses to this. And once the rest of the jujitsu world kind of caught up to that, now it's gone back to, you know, the meat and potatoes of jujitsu. Because we're not ignoring the bottom half anymore. We, we've trained it. We understand it. But it's, it's sometimes it's, it was so effective because nobody knew how to counter it or stop it. But now that people know how to counter and stop it, it's not as effective. You know right. what I mean? And, and people that say uh, leg lock and stuff doesn't really work in the street. Well, that's all speculative because it depends on how good you are at it. Right. Because there are some guys that can do it in MMA. Ryan Hall. Ryan Hall. Gary Tonin. Yeah. These guys are still hitting high-level MMA matches, and they're freaking taking guys' ankles on. Ryan Hall took BJ Penn's foot home in, like, 10 seconds. I know. That was 
fucking. So to say that it doesn't work in the street is false. Right. Because it does. It just depends on how good you are. You tell right. me Gordon Ryan or Mikey Musumeki won't rip your shit to shreds. Right. If they get entangled. Paul Harris did it for how many? Math. You know what I mean? Like it works. Yeah. So it just depends on how good you are at it. Yeah. Dean Lister, all these guys, footlock guys, can get their shit off, but they're wizards at it, right? Right. Yeah, regular purple belt <laughs> dropping down to, you know, you know, De La Hiva trying to go for an outside heel hook. Look, you might get fucking your face pounded. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But, like, it depends on how good you are at that specialty. Right. But yeah, I think, like, the, so like the combat jujitsu that Eddie Bravo's doing, stuff like that learning to hit that shit while strikes are coming. Is this going to evolve the leg lock game even more? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, to the original question, do I think they're overhyped? No, I think, I think the rest of the sport caught up with the, the hype of it. And I think now it's just, um, a part of the sport the way it should have been before. Yeah. I think it's just caught up to where it needs to be. Right. Um, speaking of leg locks, Gordon Ryan got his truck stolen. I would have thought Gordon Ryan would have had a garage. You in Texas? So was it out of like his academy? Was it out of like a parking lot? No, I think it was at his house. I think he said it was like three o'clock in the morning at his house. Now, I think he does have a garage, but he has a lot of other cars in there. Yeah. He has like a, a I think he has a Corvette or a, no, he's a Viper. And he has like a CTSV or something like a like a super souped up like Cadillac. So I'm sure those are the garaged cars, right, right, and then he's yeah. got the truck. I mean, your boy parks his truck outside too. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but the, speaking of garages in Texas, a lot of home, homes in Texas don't have garages, and it's because of the property tax in Texas is super high. And if it has enclosed walls like a garage, it is included in the square footage of your home, and therefore increases your property tax. So there's a lot of carports. And you want me to move there, Kenny? There's a lot of carports in Texas. You want me to move there? Come on, man. Trying to give me a property. No, state tax, up the property tax. Yeah. We're already paying $9,000 a year in property taxes. <laughs> that's fucking facts. Yeah. You your got, boy is fucking paying a lot of money in property taxes. If you uh, listen or watch the here. pod, and you live in Texas, and you get those Texas home listings... Like I always do, sluts. just send them to Matt. It's spam spam Matt's <laughs> inbox with Texas home listings, because I do. $27 mansion, fucking. Because <laughs> I do. They're sending it to me. I'm just like, ah. Oh, look, it's 4,500 square foot fucking McMansion for uh, My wife's on Zillow looking at McKinney, Texas. Hell yeah. She's on, I swear. It's working. It's working. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> So about Gordon Ryan getting his truck, do you think Dirty Mike and the boys fucked in his truck? <laughs> <laughs> he got it back. Okay. So but were the chairs sticky? <clears throat> this is the Valentine's Day episode. All right. So here's, I'm going to break this down real quick. And this, this is, uh, if you own, I, I work in the automotive industry. I'm also a fucking a nerd. They make this little device called a flipper. You can buy them off of Amazon. They're $300. That's all you need to steal a Mopar. It's that easy. It's a device that reads radio frequencies, and it reads a bunch of different radio frequencies. So they can sit outside of your house. They can pick up your key because your key is constantly talking to your car. This is why they say don't keep you. If you've got a push to start car, don't keep your keys in the garage or even near the vehicle. 
because when it's within a certain proximity, it's communicating back and forth, even though it's, so one, it'll kill your key fob battery, but two, these guys can literally park across the street from your house. They can use this device to pick up your key fob signal. They can unlock your car. They can start your car and they can drive away without alerting you whatsoever, other than hearing your car start up and drive away. Motherfucker. It's that easy. And, and Mopars in particular are extremely easy to do it more than other vehicle. I don't know why more than other manufacturers, but because of the Hellcat motors and whatnot, they're sought after vehicle because you can rip those motors out and put them in other cars. So they, they're stealing <clears throat> Trackhawks, TRXs, uh, Hellcats, um, so Challengers, Chargers, and, um, and just parting them out. We used to call flippers in 2007 the little skinny slutty girls at the bar. Let's call them flippers. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Small world. Uh, <laughs> that's what I got out of that. I was like, well, Kenny's just going off on cars right now. I have no idea what the hell he's talking about. I can barely change the oil in my truck. Um, let's get into some questions. Some questions. What we got here? Let me oh, see. Wait, 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 oh, wait. What we got? What's up, Kenny? What's up, Matt? This is Nate from uh, 6 a.m. Team No Sleep at uh, Tech Matt Marietta. Bonjour. I've got a question for you guys. Wondering what your thoughts are on uh, people on the team that maybe haven't been training for whatever reason and feeling like they shouldn't go to belt promotions and support the rest of the team if they haven't been training themselves. Interested to hear your thoughts. Thanks, guys. Close. Big Nate, my man. Uh, you got to support your team. Yeah. Especially, you know, it's like a brotherhood, man, or a sisterhood, brother, sisterhood, whatever. Like, support your team. Be be involved. Like, even if you're not going to get it, like, you're still there for the other guys that are. Like, don't dwell on a piece of tape. So, you get a piece of tape, and you feel like you didn't earn it. That's your coach's decision to give you that piece of tape. So, right. obviously, he might think you do deserve it, or, you know what I mean? Don't dwell on a piece of tape, because I've seen guys die with four stripes on their tape, and never get promoted again. Yeah. Like, and I've seen guys, like I've said before, get belts who, do you know, were like, what? He didn't even have, he only had one stripe. Why did he get a belt? So the tape is kind of like, we've talked, it's kind of like a, for the coach to see where you're at. Like, yeah, for a memory. A measuring stick. He's like, oh, you got four stripes? Well, how many years you've been training? And he can kind of be like, oh, well, this, now I'm going to see if, they deserve that next belt. Right. So like, who cares? Like, obviously if you have work or something, you can't make the promotions. Yeah. Make your money. But like, be supportive, be a teammate, be like, like I'm happy for all my guys. Why? So black belt should never go to promotions. Right. Right. And that's what I think more than anything. I think it's just, uh, you're there to support your, the people you train with. I try to go to every promotions. Yeah. Because I see these guys battling. I see these guys getting after it. And I want to be there to tell them, Hey man, congrats. Like, it's like, I want them to, um, I want to show them that like, I'm happy for them, proud of them, whatever. Like, it's yeah. like, it's like, if what if no black belts has got their black belts and never came back until they're like, well, three years, I'm here for my th degree. <laughs> Your claps. Hey, the, hey, Matt's getting his second degree. They'd be like, bro, you know what I mean? Like, well, who's this guy? Yeah, where the fuck was he? That on? guy from the internet? <laughs> oh, he's here just for the fucking gram? Like, no, be a teammate. Jiu-jitsu yeah. first, be a, a teammate. If you played any sports in your life, which I know Nate has, fellow hoopster, uh, <laughs> Be a teammate, be a supportive, 
be there for your guys. I've been to promotions with my knee with staples in it. I have hobbled out onto the mat and sat down. I've stood up. I've like, whatever, like you just got to be there for your guys because that's who you're training with every day. When I've got my promotion and I had other teammates come up to me, higher belts, same belt that I just got or lower belts, even people that I trained with that I've respected. And they said like, congratulations, like that shit meant almost as much as my professor putting it on my waist. You know what I mean? Like these are people that I respect. These are people that I train with constantly. So even if you're not getting something and you're just there to like support your teammate and say like, dude, congrats, like you don't, I don't know, maybe not everybody, but like some, some people that means the world to them, you know? So, and, and you should fucking, I, I've said this countless times on this podcast, you should be there like to hype your people. You know what I mean? No, no matter what, you know what I mean? Like there, there shouldn't be a jealousy thing. There shouldn't be a like, well, I'm not getting a stripe, so it doesn't matter. No, it fucking matters, man. You know, like. Again, those are your people. Like you, you got to be there for your team, and you, you got to be there to ride for your, the people that ride for you. Especially the real high belts, you should go there because, and they all do. Why? Because I remember having a promotion where I got promoted. Uh, I think it was purple belt, and Bushesha was in the picture. Yeah, like, I was like, whoa, yeah. dude! I was like, what? Like, what the heck? Like, like why? Because he's supporting Poncho. Poncho's his boy. Like, right. coolest shit ever. Right. Like be there for the guys. Like that's just part of the game. People were there for you. Right. Be there for them. It's just golden rule shit. Yeah. There was a promotion that um Jason had the the belt promotion before my my blue belt promotion. And he had Hobinho was there, Poncho was there. I mean he had probably ten or eleven black belts there. Like it was for a school that small, you know, with that many black belts, like yeah. that was fucking rad. It was just like, God, like th- there was just a of like a something in the air, you know, we're just it's, like, it's, it's yeah, cool, man. Yeah. It's a lot of knee pain in that room. <laughs> <laughs> Back pain, shoulder right. pain. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That was a very, very that was cool a good one. question, Nate. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, let's see what you got here. I don't know. Nate always seems to miss my class. Nate likes to miss my class and then show up to Fridays with Joey. Well, I, know he, Joe, he, I know Joey's your boy, dude, but Hey, he texted me earlier today and asked if I had tomorrow off for the holiday, and I told him no, but I think he's planning on going. Joey is your boy. I get it. Joey's a great guy. But I'm your body size. Come learn. Come learn Monday and Wednesdays from me. He is. Yeah. He's tall. He's probably 6'1", six, 6'2". Six, he's a big boy. He's a big guy. Yeah. He might be taller than him. Maybe like 6'3". He's tall. Drink water. Um, but he's got a piece on him, too. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> from, from if we're gonna talk about that what's the what's the what's the the drake video oh fuck hey you guys seen the drake video <laughs> boy hey hey, M- hey light skin brothers got units on them <laughs> i have not seen it but i heard plenty about i had it. to i had to say i gotta see this fucking tomahawk dude <laughs> and let me tell you my man's cooking my man's cooking with some fucking real fucking beef stew in down there i believe there's some other podcasters not in the jiu-jitsu space that referred to it as a missile hey i don't oh well you know uh bombs over baghdad hey this guy i just don't understand why he kept his hoodie on I don't know. He's a, it's his helicopter in it. He's hoodie in it. One day we'll have a guy in a chair and a lot of people want to be this guy in the chair. And then we could bring this freaking piece up right now and, you know, just put the shadow. This is <laughs> even on my phone. I like thought people would see it. Like I think it's a unit. 
congrats, Drake. <laughs> you know, it's a hotline bling. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. The, J- the Drake piece was legit. Shout out Drake's unit. Yeah. Shout out Drake's unit. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe that'll own. be, maybe that'll be the fucking uh, comment. Like <laughs> hashtag Drake's dick. <laughs> Drake's burrito. <laughs> uh, hashtag Selena. I don't know. Uh, what do you recommend to eat or drink during multiple training sessions? This comes from underscore L Martinez one. Uh, BCAAs while you're training water, but BCAAs will have electrolytes. Yeah. You want to just drink heavy fluids. Yeah. Heavy water, chicken, eat clean. It's clean eating. Like don't fucking throw cheeseburgers down and shit like that. No, no. Except it, if you're going to train twice in one day. Yeah. That's uh a light snack before the training session. Maybe some rice cakes or something like that. It's just something that, that's light. That'll be in your stomach. But, uh, not heavy and it's not going to slow you down. It's not carb intensive. Yeah, you, de- you definitely don't want to scarf down like a burger or something like that. Is it cringe? This comes from Sarah B underscore Pitbull Jits. Is it cringe for lower belts to turn down higher belts to roll with other lower belts? Is it cringe for lower belts to turn down higher belts? To so roll? if I'm a, if I'm a, purple belt and i walk up to a blue belt and i say do you want to roll and they say no and they decide that they're going to roll with another blue belt or a white belt is that cringe uh you should always honor the higher belt yeah i'm a little old school right you should but i don't consider a higher belt i think purple belt and above is higher belt yeah i don't think blue belts are higher belt so if you're like running the your blue belt and you want to roll with your white belt buddy and another blue belt or like a four stripe blue belt's like, or you're a white belt and you want to roll with another white belt buddy and the blue belt's like, hey, you want to roll? Like, right. no, I'm going to roll with my boy over here. Like you already have a match set up. You already set it up. Yeah. But, and, and obviously girls, Sarah would be a little different because you're a female. So you got to be selective on who you roll with. Roll with people. It's better to roll with people you trust than someone you don't know. But you got to trust that that low higher belt will protect you. But you got to play that game. Like, am I going to trust this guy? He's a giant guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not a lot of girls asking your boy here to roll. Even though I'd be gentle. You know, I would be like, I'm not going to like, I know how to roll with the female. But I'm not getting a lot of people ask. Not girls are like, hey, you want to roll? Like, they're like, I'm going to Matt. Like, no, yeah. Matt's fucking big guy. Yeah, because they just watched you pressure tap the guy right before right. that. But there's the, you got to change it up. I would roll different with females. Yeah. Uh, but like, maybe they don't know that. They don't know that. Maybe they watch so, the meme. Right. Like, why isn't your man texting you back right now? Tay <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jordan, 200,000 views on that. You're, <laughs> you're famous. 200,000 views, my man. I'm sorry again. I apologize. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to do that. I was a quick hitter. I don't know. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, just be selective if you're a female from her perspective. But I think, you know, blue belt, you're still a lower belt. You're a novice belt, blue and white. So I just roll with whoever you can. Yeah. But if a purple belt or a brown belt asks you to roll, you should probably choose that first because you're going to get more out of that roll than you will with somebody who's a lower belt like you are currently. And from my experience, again, I can't speak for everybody, but typically if a, a purple or a brown or black is coming up to me and asking me for a role, it's probably because they already know where I'm at and they want to 
they're not looking to like just work me over. You know what I mean? And just be a dick and be like, well, I'm just going to smash this guy for the next five minutes. They're like, maybe they're testing me to see my progress or something like that. You know what I mean? They rolled with me a week ago. Now let's see. Okay. Did you learn anything in the last week or something like that? You're rolling. So you're rolling with Zach. Yeah. From dedicated jujitsu. Yeah. And you're about to roll Zach. And all of a sudden I'm like, Hey, Kenny, you want to roll? What are you going to say? I'm like, Zach. No, I would say, like, hey, Zach, hey, Matt wants to roll. Yeah. He's the black belt. I'm going to go roll with him real quick. I'll get you after. Yeah. Is that cool? Like, that's just how it works. Right. It's happened. Hey, purple belt steal your girl, upper belt steal your roll. That, that's <laughs> happened. Hey, that's happened a lot. It's happened. It's just part of the game. Yeah. And eventually you'll be able to steal people's roll also. Right. Yeah. And I think the other person, I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't be offended by it. If I, was, if I was the Zach person in that scenario, I don't think I'd be offended by it. Like, okay, yeah, black belt wants to roll with them. I get it. I think that's kind of an honor, though. You know, if a black belt's asking you to roll, like, again, it's probably not because they want to smash you. Probably because they want to see where you're at. And uh, last question from at Bunk Knee. Bunk Knee, me too, my man. Uh, <laughs> what jujitsu belt has the largest skill gap? I'd say white belt because you know nothing. Okay. I would say blue, you're, you're at, at blue. You, you know, something you're, you're learning purple. You're becoming proficient brown. You're proficient at mostly everything. And you're just kind of polishing everything else in black. So yeah, I would say, cause white, but you know, nothing, you know, you, I would say skill gap is the most skill gap would be blue and black. And the reason why I'm saying that is black makes sense, white yeah. belt. You have two years. Yeah. Blue belt. That blue belt could have been training for 10 years already as a kid. Yeah. And a new blue adult blue. There's a huge skill gap there, right? right? Black belt, yeah, it's is just like deep dark waters. Yeah, like there's black belts who've been black belts ten years longer than me, and then we're in the same division, right? What the fuck, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they've got way more traps, way more tricks, right? So I would definitely say blue and black are probably the most skill gap belts when it comes to that kind of stuff because you know there's just those are the only two belts where. Someone could have been training for 10 more years than you. Right. And be that belt. So to me, that's what it is. I got a question. Okay. This is a, a black belt stripe question. So let's say uh, you get your black belt. You get, you get your, your second degree here, you know, coming up. And let's say you move away and you're not training. Let's say you go open a school, right? You go, I don't know. You move, you move to Texas and you go open a school. <laughs> McKinney, Texas. Yeah. And uh, how would you, how would you get your third stripe? How would you get your third degree? It's called about being involved in the sport and like being active jujitsu. So whether it's your teaching or whatever, you know, where there's, um, Poncho's got guys who have schools in Montana and other places now, mm -hmm. um, Tennessee, and they will either fly Poncho out for a seminar and he'll get his third stripe or stripe or they'll come down for promotions and get stripes. Like, right. like it's about, you know, stripes at black belt. It's not about so much skill. It's about how old you're getting. Right. Much. It just means you're just getting older. So, but you're still in the game. You're still active. Now, if I was just not training anymore. Right. And I was like, I don't train jujitsu anymore. I'm not going to show up right. and be like, Hey, it's been three years, but I haven't rolled since the last stripe. Right. Like, no, cause I'm not, I, my journey ended at one stripe because I'm not active, but if I'm teaching and I'm coaching, because there's a skill about being a black belt, it's about teaching and coaching. The red bar is teaching and coaching. So to me, if you're 
teaching and coaching, then obviously, yes, that would be um, still warranted. You get your next degree. Sometimes I see, I see black belts with a red bar, but then I see black belts with a red bar with a white stripe on each end. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but you've seen them? You I've know, seen that yeah. too. I don't know what that means. Um, I think it might just be a certain type of belt. I'm not sure. If you guys do know what that means, fucking DM us because even that black belt, I don't know what that means. I know I know the black belt with the white bar means like, hey, competitive. I'm just competitive. I'm not ch- trying to teach right now. Right. Blah, blah, blah. I've seen the <laughs> I've seen the black with the blue bar is the combat. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we've seen, a, but like, I don't know. Like I, I always pretty much wear my red bar yeah. because to me, teaching is the funnest thing that I can do in jujitsu. When people ask me stuff or want to do stuff at the class, I'm always like, hell yeah, let's go. Shit. I'm late for, well, now I'm late for work. I don't care. Yes. Right. But yeah. You think what I'm thinking, partner? Aim for the bushes. Aim for the fucking bushes. Thanks, guys, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Follow me at Oznation. Follow at Freak Party BJJ. Got it right this time. He did. Follow at BJJ Balance on Instagram. We're growing. We owe it all to you guys. YouTube is doing great. Hashtag Drake's Burrito. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag Drake's Burrito in the comments. Help us out. I want to see Drake's Burrito. Just Drake's Burrito. Drake's Burrito. Drake's Burrito. All the comments. You can even go to Drake's page and start writing Drake's burrito, Drake's burrito, all over his stuff. It's funny. We kind of went after that guy. Uh, that was his name, Brad Leah. Oh posted yeah. Posted that video yeah. about him and his like, I don't do jujitsu because it's sweaty and the pew pew and the bang bang ching ching pow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Everybody went on there and said single mom soft, and he came on. He even laughed at it. So he seems like a pretty good sport about it. Yeah. And he's a social media guy. So any traction is good traction for him. So you helped him out too by saying single mom soft. But uh, again, we appreciate you guys. Um, thanks for all the support and all the follows. Big things happening with the podcast here in the next couple of months. We can't wait to share it with you guys. Stay tuned and uh, we'll catch you around. Oh,